This is the Savage Juggernaut, Tom Akoo, and you are watching the Dudes at Ringside Podcast with the Metal Geek and Joe DeBanta Jr. Now tune in and watch me destroy everything. Ah. Hi, I'm the Metal Geek. You're watching Dudes at Ringside Podcast. Hey. I'm Joe the Panda Jr. and you're watching Dudes at Ringside Podcast. Hi, I am Foxy Foxy and you guys are watching Dudes at Ringside. Enjoy. Hey, this is Stevie Ray. You are watching Dudes at Ringside Podcast with the Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Somebody better holler at your boy. Hey, what's up? Tom Clark here with Tom Clark's main event. You are watching the Dudes at Ringside Podcast. Got the metal gig and got Joe the Panther. What more could you ask for, man? Don't screw around. If you want the best in pro wrestling talk, you've landed in the right place. Check out the show. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Tom Akoo, and you are watching the Dudes at Ringside Podcast with the metal gig and Joe the Panther Jr. Now tune in and watch me destroy everything. Ah! I'm the Metal Geek. You're watching Dudes at Ringside Podcast. Hey, I'm Fred the Panther Jr. And you're watching Dudes at Ringside Podcast. What up, wrestling world? It's your boy, JV, a.k.a. Mr. Steal Your Devs from Over the Top Rope Wrestling Show. And you're watching the Dudes at Ringside Podcast Show. What's up, wrestling world? It's me, your boy. The tantalizing one. And you're watching Dudes at Ringside Podcast. Stay tantalizing. Good evening, fellow inmates. How's everybody doing and playing nicely this morning? Have you taken the green pill or the red pill? Either way, it doesn't really matter. They're all very fun. Here at the Padded Room, you are joining me and the Dudes at Ringside Podcast with Joe the Panther Jr. and the Metal Geek. Who knows what you'll be in store for? Who knows what I'll be in store for? I don't even know. Maybe, just maybe, if you're good enough, there might be some racism in it for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sit back and enjoy. And don't forget, never look under the covers. <laughs> Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to Dudes at Ringside Podcast. I'm your host, Joe the Panther Jr., and now introducing to the mic, my co-host, the one, the only, the very heel, Metal Geek. What's up, Ringside crew? Welcome to Dudes at Ringside Podcast. How's it going, everyone? What's going on, everyone in the chat? 
Today, Joe, we have a special guest with us to you today. Do you want to introduce him? Oh, sure. Why not? Huh. Of course, the good guy has to introduce the cool crew. Why not? Ugh. Of course, I'll be the leader of this, but I'll let this man do it. Let's all give it warm dudes at ringside welcome for Gary from Mania Club. What's up? What's going on, Gary? What's going on? Gary, welcome. Everything's good, man. What's going on? Glad to be here. Glad to be here. So excited. So uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is this is our this is uh Geek and I's uh 17th episode. We never number our episodes, but YouTube surely tells us we have to. <laughs> Lucky 17. It's the best yeah. number so far. And why not bring in the best group we know around? And I had to have the Mania Club because why not? Mania Club, baby. Mania Club. Absolutely. So my, I don't know if Geek can ask you questions, but I, since I've been starting this podcast, as my dad and mom always jokingly say, now you're a journalist. Not really, mom. I don't have the license, but I feel like a journalist. I feel like <laughs> an important person. And with the mic, I feel like Howard Fingal. <laughs> um, so my question is for you. So, um, Joe, wait, what wait, wait. Start what, what geek? What I just wanted to ask do you, uh, for people that don't know, I mean, everyone should know who Gary is, but you know, for the people that don't know, you want to explain what Mania Club is, or uh, yeah, so uh, Mania Club is owned by myself and my partner Ashante Owens of the United States Air Force. Uh, we started Mania Club back, uh, the anniversary just passed actually, uh, April. 3rd, 2016 at WrestleMania 32 in Dallas. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just started, we didn't have um, a big goal or anything at the time. We just, uh, we just thought it was cool to, to form a, a group of like-minded people who enjoyed wrestling and, and enjoyed traveling to events like WrestleMania and some of the other big shows as well. And, uh, that day that we started a, a tailgate for, for WrestleMania 32, we started uh, raising money, taking donations uh, on, the, on the spot at the tailgate. And we actually raised a, a decent amount of money that day. And then, we, you know, a light bulb went off, right? We're like, oh, wow, you know what? This is, we, we just had a lot of fun. We met a whole whack of new people, made new friends, and we did something good. Right. And, you know, why can't we continue on doing this? And so that's exactly what we did. And uh, it's been building and building and building. And and uh, here we are today, um, this year, to, with two different charities. We raised like $50,000. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we marry the two things uh, perfectly, right? A pro wrestling community and giving back to families and children in need. Hey, what what more can you ask for? Yeah. Definitely. That's, Definitely, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Sorry to interrupt you, Joe. Blessings. Before, uh, that was kind of like my uh, question. But um, out of all the wrestlers these days, like who is like your all-time favorite of the now roster? Like who is your favorite, like male or female? Uh currently, I don't know. I, I don't have necessarily a a favorite that sticks out to mind. Like one person, I, I like a few different people, and for different reasons. Um, you know, I like Roman. I've always liked Roman. Um, 
But part of that is because, you know, I've had the pleasure of sitting down and talking to him and he's, he's just a really good dude. And, mm. you know, no, no matter all the booing he gets and the hate, once you sit down with some of these people and you see how they are really in real life, it's, I, I find it personally, I find it hard to really hate on somebody. Right. So I, I, I like Roman. I always liked the Miz. Um, I like Bailey. I like Sasha. Um, I like Bianca, but I think she's still a little bit too green. Mm. Uh, I I don't like. I think Charlotte is probably <laughs> say the best overall wrestler on the women's side. That's just that's just me. Uh, but I'm not like rah 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 for for Charlotte. Charlotte. I don't I don't hate her either. But uh, I like just like some of the other uh, females better. Uh, love Cesaro. He's awesome. Yeah, I, I like the Usos as a tag team. Um, I don't know. It's you know, I just I just like to watch the shows, right? I like yeah. Omega, although I'm not a f- big fan of AEW, but I like Omega. Um, and I don't watch too much of the the, the New Japan stuff or the overseas stuff. It's just not enough enough hours in the week for me. Mm-hmm. Don't tell that to Geek. He gets a little. <laughs> yeah, there is. You, this, this this guy, Mr. Geek, over here is sitting up at two o'clock in the morning watching wrestling. Like <laughs> his little pajama pants, sitting there in his little coffee cup. Like, and yeah, I'll be, yeah. if I was in his house, I'd be the frying pan behind his head. Go to bed. <laughs> hey man, kudos to you. I just I just can't do it. I just I was trying to watch that Pillman documentary last night, and it was only like ten fifteen, and I was already dozing off, dozing off. I caught myself watching it on YouTube and I was like, the clips that I was watching, I was watching the, I guess it must've been the actual thing. Cause I was like, maybe it was the trailer, but I was watching it. And I was like, Hmm, cool. Now I know why Pillman's voice sounded like his voice, his voice box went to a, a cheddar. Like, yeah, that- exactly. Right. Yeah. When they said he had all those operations on his throat. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's why he sounded like his voice box went through like a, a blender. He's greater. <laughs> Yeah, dude, oof, that voice. No. no. Yeah. Um, I had a, qu- a question. Is there a sure. favorite show you've been to with Mania Club? Uh, you, well, you know, I've been to so many shows. Wow, it's hard to it's hard to say. Um, you know what some of the best shows are? And people a lot of people have, have doubted when I when I tell them this. But then when they join us, it's like they realize it's completely different. So I like to, when I, when the opportunity presents itself, I like to rent uh, private boxes. Uh-huh. And uh, we try to fill up as many private boxes as we can. For, for the Rumble in Phoenix, we had three private boxes. Yeah, it was three private boxes. Um we had oh and even for takeover in phoenix we had like this massive box that fit like 50 people right in the corner of the arena and we had that full um so when you get that many people together it's it's amazing like the camaraderie the new friendships the excitement you you know you have like the private facilities sometimes like right in your suite you have a washroom and maybe a bar or whatever you have you can order your food you have all your stuff there your food drinks you don't have to really leave the suite in other suites you you might have to leave but 
it's still like usually in an enclosed area and just at those times people have so much fun because they could they don't have to sit they could stand up they could walk around if they you know you get people with nervous energy and they're like they don't know what to do with themselves but they're just having a wild time like uh, Royal Rumble in Houston. We had two, no, we had about four or five newbies join us in a suite. And, you know, for, they, they were hesitant at first. Um, but then they said, you know, after that, they were like, next time you guys get a suite, I don't care what it costs, I'm in. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just some of those times in a suite is pretty awesome. Now, when I've gone uh, by myself or sat by myself, for some of the big shows, I like to be as close to ringside as possible. Um, WrestleMania 31 in San Francisco, I was eighth row right behind the announce table. Mm-hmm. Um, 32, I was 10th row, row center. Uh, it was wicked watching Shane, you know, jump off the cage onto the undertaker. Oh my God. Um, and in, in New Orleans, Orlando, um, I was like, I was on the floor in the, in the risers. Uh, so I try to, I try to stay within, within those seating if I, if I don't get a suite, but the Royal Rumble is my favorite show of the year. And once I went live for the first time in, um, San Antonio and I sat like ringside first row, uh, I was hooked. I, I can't miss the rumble. The rumble is awesome. San Antonio was frigging awesome for the rumble. Uh, Absolutely. It was a perfect, perfect place for it. That was my first trip to San Antonio. That venue was huge, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty big. It's not the best venue. It's big. I I expect, you know, I get get disappointed sometimes when you go to some of the venues that are a little bit older. Like the Superdome in in New Orleans is a dump. Oh, you didn't like it? No. Like it looks wicked from the outside. Uh And once you're seating, it's fine. Uh Once you're in the seats, it's fine. But the rest of it, the concourse, the restrooms, the concession stands, it's trash. I, I kind of felt that way about Orlando, to be honest with you. The the venue, uh, what was it? The um, Camping World Stadium? Camping World Stadium, yeah. I was very disappointed in that venue, to be honest. Well, and, you know, it's a little different because that was just built. It, it, it's not a temporary facility by any means, but uh-huh. it, it almost feels like a temporary facility. So I, I see what you're, you're saying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but uh, my I, my favorite probably uh, event WrestleMania would probably be the one in uh, in New Orleans. Would probably absolute favorite event. I'm Which one? Thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty four was awesome. Thirty four was, was I, awesome. That was, that's the only one I went to, but in New Orleans, I, but... I didn't go to thirty though. Thirty. Yeah, I didn't um, go there either. But um, thirty four to see Ronda Rousey get that reaction was freaking amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was at the Royal Rumble when no, sorry, was it the Rumble? Yeah, the Royal Rumble when she when she debuted in Philadelphia when she came out, uh, right? And uh, the place went bonkers, mm-hmm. crazy, absolutely bonkers. So it's yeah, it's nice to be able to go and and uh, and uh, you know where I, I go places now and and sometimes I don't get used to it, but I. You know, put on you put on the jersey. It's got my last name on the back, and and I get recognized a lot. Uh, which sometimes I, you know, like I said, it takes some getting used to. You're walking on the floor of the arena, and somebody's yelling out your name from the stands, right, and waving. 
But uh, these these jerseys are like currency, right? When when people see you wearing one of these jerseys, you automatically have you know four thousand friends that you didn't know you had before. Mm-hmm. That that's that's cool. Actually, it's funny. Like since we started this podcast, I like warned Lance. Like as soon as we get big, Lance, and you know we love going to independent shows because I'm like the guy in the show that's like I'm old school guy, and I'm also I'm the big supporter of like independent wrestling like super like last few shows i've been saying a geek can tell you like i'm like i say rest independent wrestling right now is struggling absolutely struggling to keep their face above water go on wrestle what is it what is it like wrestle um, go on there and find a wrestling independent federation that you don't know and don't know their name you just see the name on there buy the t-shirt they need funds. They're they're struggling. If it's like NYWC, they're still in shows, but there's no crowd. But a lot of them are not even wrestling. You know what I mean, Gary? They're not even like actively wrestling. Sure. In in Toronto here, uh, everything's been we've been basically on lockdown for 14 months. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's yeah. our my local promotion, Destiny Wrestling, which I I love going to. Uh, was always hosted at Santino Morella's gym. Mm. And Santino and I are good friends. That's so, cool. you know, he, he, they would ha- also Impact would film there. Impact yeah. would film some of their shows there. So, you know, I, I would ha- we would get spoiled because Destiny Wrestling, uh, guy, the guy that runs it, his name is George. He was, he'd be, he was friends with guys like uh, Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, Trench Seven, so he'd get them regularly coming through, as well as the local, local Toronto or, or Southern Ontario indie scene guys and Impact guys. So you'd have a really good mix on the show of maybe people that weren't as known and people that were super well known. So yeah, we, we got spoiled around here, and now nothing. Yeah, it's, it's dead and. I don't know if some of those places are going to start up again. Yeah. It's really disappointing. It's, it's sad. disappointing. Yeah. It's very sad. It's yeah. Like, um, as I said, like, we've we found out, we don't know if it's actually going to happen yet, but there's a federation that Geek and I used to go to on Long Island called uh, NYWC, the New York Wrestling Connection. They're rumored to have their first um, outdoor event in july so and i'm like i said this to geek i said uh we have to be there uh-huh. <laughs> like if this happens we gotta be there yeah absolutely yeah. support them right support them you gotta support if you if there isn't anything um pressing that you have to do you have to go and support that's that's the way it is right and, and you know because otherwise how is the new crop of uh stars going to emerge Actually, yeah. a lot of uh, familiar faces came out from NYWC, actually. Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, um, MJF, uh, Silver and Reynolds came from there. A lot of those guys. Good stuff. Yeah, so they're producing I a lot actually of met, content. I have a picture with – here we go. That's Ryan Hawkins. Wait, oh, okay. I met them, and it's funny because – for my birthday, Justin, Justin, uh, Mr. Ballot Club guy surprised me with 
a wrestling mask, a, like a COVID mask, and this fun gem. Nice. Yes. I told Justin, I guess next time if I ever met him, I had to bring this in the picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll, they'll sign. They're, they're pretty cool guys. Uh, they'll, yeah. If you go to their one of their podcasts, uh, live podcasts, they'll, they'll sign. Uh, one of my good friends, John Vasquez, he's a regular uh, at their their live shows. He travels, you know, he'll travel from Indiana all the way to Long Island to to attend uh, one of their collectible shows, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they they sign stuff, and, and they're really good guys. That's the thing I keep telling Geek. I said. That would be the coolest thing ever if they're a surprise guest at the NYWC show or they're doing their podcast because this could be the first live show they're doing and look for us outdoor. So I'll be like, that would be kind of cool if they surprise the audience and they both showed up. Because Zach, remember, I think technically Zach's a free agent, isn't he? Uh, he's not signed to Impact? I don't that's a good no, I think he's a free. I think he's a free agent. So he's just working, working limited dates as they need him? Yeah, I think he, I think he's a free agent. I think I'm not 100 percent on that. So, all right, well. but yeah, I gotta bring that picture in because I've showed. I actually, when they won the tag team titles at WrestleMania 35, I actually Geek probably doesn't remember this because he, he he's probably still half deaf because me screaming in his ears when he won <laughs> the titles, holding the picture in my I hand. Think you were there for coffee though when he won the title. Oh gosh! <laughs> if you ever get a chance, go back on my 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 Instagram and go back to I guess last two years ago, and go to find my reaction to Kofi Kingston winning the championship. Priceless. You know what mine was? It was what? this. It was this. I was just like, eh. Ah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and at first, I have two two of them. It was funny. It was the I thought it was the the kick out. It was like one, two, oh! And I stopped the video, and then I'm right after that, Morales says, "I'm pretty sure he's a free agent." So, yeah, but um, that's another person. So there you go. And my Seth Rollins was funny, but then my dad made it even funnier because my dad was like, "Kobe Kingston has won." I mean, uh, Seth Rollins has won the title, and my dad, I I don't know why I turned my phone at that moment, and my dad says, "Bitches." We don't know that yet, though. That he's a free. Uh, Daniel Bryan's a free agent. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of we we don't know that. We don't know. Might that. have a, he just might have gone home for a few weeks. Take a break, right? Yeah, take a break and rest his bones. Yeah. yeah. You can't you can't believe, you know, some of the stuff that that gets put out there uh, these days, especially in the last year, year and a half. Uh, that guys like Meltzer put out, like so much of it is such trash mm-hmm. that I can't read any of that stuff. Like you don't know what to believe and what not to believe. And I get, you know, we, we get access to some information sometimes. Mm-hmm. And quite often we don't really divulge some of what we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I do divulge anything, like it's, like you could you could bank on it, right? You could put your mortgage up, you know, bet somebody the deed to your house. It's it's true, uh, but some of these guys just run with utter garbage, mm-hmm. and and then you know, 
No, but somebody told me it was uh, it was true. Uh, my, you know, you know, in a way, it's kind of exciting because you you don't know half the time. You're better off not to know. That's what I'm saying. Part of what makes it, it fun. I know it's 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 better to be fed garbage. So this way, when you when it does happen, doesn't happen. You're like, oh, I'm surprised. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it, in a way, it's kind of good. Like I, I saw, I saw. Uh, or I was watching a little bit your reaction to uh, to Eva Marie's vignette. Yeah, and she's been signed back for months. Yeah, you know this isn't new. She she hosted uh, she host hosted a watch along with uh, that Parker Bordeaux kid. Yeah, uh, the, the the new Brock Lesnar. Oh, uh, you've seen yeah, him yeah. from NXT. And uh, she's hosted with him. She's trained with that guy. There's been different videos of her doing stuff, and and so yeah, she's she's been back for a while, training and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. She's fit as hell, man. She's you know, I, I I'm I'm not hating it. I'm not hating it. I know a lot of people. That's my, that's my opinion, though. You know, so a lot of people were hating on it, and I'm like, I'll just give her a chance because you don't know how much she could have improved in all that time. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, other people don't know the background, right? Like she became, she was an alcoholic back then, mm-hmm. and she had to, she had to straighten out her life, mm-hmm. and she turned to like hardcore fitness. Mm-hmm. She's been sober for uh, I forget how many years or months, mm-hmm. um, and she she takes takes her fitness seriously and, and helps others. Mm-hmm. Like she has a she has a group, a private Facebook group. Where she, you know, help they help her and her husband help and encourage other people to have a healthy lifestyle, right? So, again, it's like why, like what I said earlier about Roman. How can I hate somebody like that? So, like, I give them the benefit of the doubt. To be honest, I, I see Nia Jax get a lot of hate, but you know, me and my girlfriend met her at the Royal Rumble. She's such so so nice. How could you hate someone like that? Absolutely. See, you know? so it's, and then uh, you get other people. I like Sasha, and I've had few inter, uh, interactions with Sasha. So I like her. She's always been nice to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we happen to have something in common where like her brother uh, has autism and my daughter has autism. So they're both mm-hmm. severely autistic. Mm-hmm. And so I could sit, yeah, I, I remember in, in Dallas, I stood there. It was at a meet and greet. That's the first time I met her. And there's a, a whole ton of people waiting for her. And then once we found this like common bond, um, you know, we just kept talking and I realized we were like taking too much time and I'm like, Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Like this, this is, we got, you got a bunch of people in line. She's like, Oh yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. Hmm. That's, you know, that's so, awesome. and other people, other people say she's terrible. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Everybody has their own personal experience. We, yeah. We recently had Orlando on the show and he was telling us about this uh, kid that, Oh, he had, he was working with Goldberg, right? And he, uh, he stopped the whole line for this one kid. I think uh, in a wheelchair, right? They were a kid in a wheelchair or something. And he stopped the whole line for him, took as much time with this kid as possible. And then at the end, he he was telling us that his Uber driver left him, Goldberg. <laughs> so, so they asked him. What's going on, big guy? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the so show. He asked him. She asked. Um, they told him. Orlando told him. Hey, we'll we'll drive you home. And it's like, all right, sure. So, 
it's on the whole podcast uh that that episode then, was great and then uh, asked, can you stop at burger king real quick <laughs> imagine that you're sitting there you're, you're tired you're working at the drive-thru you look out and all you see is goldberg we're like and then the kid told like goldberg i had the worst day i have to take a picture with you goldberg took a picture with everybody so yeah yeah so. i i met him in new orleans oh wow and, uh he was yeah i wasn't supposed to meet him i was just i just went to access i forget why who or who i went to see oh i think uh i took my daughter to meet lana and i forget who she was with because it was it was two people in one uh-huh. and that was nice like hannah lana gave her a, a massive hug and actually wwe crew uh was filming and taking pictures of it and it made it to one of their shows um but there was a, a guy in the club who was volunteering at uh, access that year and he's like he sees me and he's like here's a wristband for goldberg go with your family so that's awesome. that's, that's how i met goldberg Nice dude. That's awesome. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, the um, the you said that the Santino the San the Santino Morello school. That girl Amy Crimson actually trains in his school. Okay. Yeah, she would. That she was. She was like telling me because I, I control the modding on the dudes at Ringside Podcast page, and it's also my own page. It's kind of hilarious. Wrestlers that are coming on our show. One of the guys, he's actually coming on next Monday. I don't know if you ever heard of the Savage uh, Juggernaut Tamaku. Yes. Oh, you know about Tamaku? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Most people don't know about Tamaku. He's a, as my he's dad says, uh-huh. super, super gentle giant, man. Like, he's a big dude. Oh, dude. How big is he? I'm going to have to ask him on, on next Monday, but he looks like he's about six foot. Yeah. Well, he started. We started messaging back and forth. Then he started messaging me on Joe the Panther Jr. And then he started messaging me on dudes at ringside. And then he was like, "Oh, hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, Gary Bader." <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 daddy. It's daddy. Uh, oh, wait, daddy metal. <laughs> daddy metal. <laughs> this daddy metal. Yeah. So like. <laughs> He was messaging me, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm messaging you on two, on two accounts. I'm sorry." And I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah." I have to flip back and forth because I have the multiple different accounts on one account. So I'm like, "Flip, dude, that ringside, Joe Panther Junior, dude." Yeah. I'm like, "Um, yeah, it's fine." And I said, "Remember what you said in on one one line to go to the other one." Yeah, he pretty much was saying the same thing on both. I was like, "Oh, you're good." And I just recently sent him a, a sticker, and I'm the writer of all the letters, so I try to like spell check everything right when I'm writing the letter to the, these people. And it's funny, I don't send like I don't send the letter just from Joe. I send it from both of us, me and Geek. So it's like your friends. And I, I looked at the letter as on Instagram when he posted the thing with the, the sticker, and he said, "Joe Buzz." Pizza. Just. <laughs> oh. I'm watching Double Duty. I'm watching dudes at ringside. I'm at Kaya Knight. <laughs> and it's. I read the letter because he posted it on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh gosh, I didn't put an S in friends." But you friend. didn't send him a Marauder sticker. He said he wanted a sticker. I thought I did. Maybe I mailed. Oh my god. 
Oh no, no, no. I think I thought I mailed it to you. Maybe I didn't. At the end of the show, Marauder, send me your address. I'll send you a sticker. Yeah, keep on them, Marauder. Make them send you that. <laughs> Don't let them forget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Geek, you're gonna get stickers soon too. You gotta, you gotta shell up the cash because the guy that does our stickers, like, he ain't free. <laughs> yeah. Free oh, is by nice, this, but by yeah. the way, sometimes, this interview, sometimes free comes with uh, other stuff that you have to do. Yeah. By the way, this interview is is interview is heated by Key Food in Milford. Yes, Key Food in Milford. Don't forget to get your yummy sandwiches and your delicious tacos on Tuesday. Key Food in Milford. And now back to the interview. All right. <laughs> That's my job. That was my job. Like I asked my boss, Junior. I said, "Junior, can uh, can you sponsor the show?" And he like quickly, like it felt like something out of like a horror movie. He didn't even like I didn't even see him like turn around. I he was just like, I was like, he was like, and his guys got like really, really wide and like Undertaker. Like, how much do I? How much do I have to pay you for this? And I'm just like, nothing. I feel like my glasses fogged and everything. I was like, nothing. He's like, nothing. He's like, all I'm going to do is, don't forget the kind of key food. I did the whole promotion like I just did to you. And he was like, okay, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, you could say it. I don't owe you any money. I said, no, just keep putting your name out there. And he was like, how many followers you have? I said, at the time, we didn't have our 100 yet. We didn't hit the 100. I forgot how many we had. But... <laughs> Yeah, the story with the 100 is I told Geek and Armad that we were going to hit 100 by Mania Sunday. I did the Babe Ruth. I put the, the my in my mind, I had the bat aimed to the, the wall, and I said, we are going to hit 100 by Mania Sunday. And Geek thought I was insane. Right, Lance? Right, Geeky? Uh -huh. Well, okay, so so now it's Lance's turn. All right. yeah. Lance, when yeah. are you hitting a thousand? That's what I said. <laughs> I said we should hit a thousand by next my next year. I'm going to say That's next mania. Sure. Next mania will hit a thousand. I, I think I think you're going to hit it before. I think you, you think you're going to hit it before. I, I'm sending you that positive energy. I'm putting right. it out there into existence. You know, you're going to get a thousand before mania. Because I'm trying okay. to do the math in my head right now that um. If we hit two a day, that you um, don't worry about math. Don't worry no. about the math. Just worry. <laughs> just just keep putting out a good product, and keep putting out the name, and you'll be fine. Don't worry about the math. Just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. You'll be fine. So it's like Mania Club. We just keep pushing, 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 and we reach those do donation goals. Mm -hmm. Thirty-five thousand. We got to uh, at by this WrestleMania. Plus another uh, fourteen thousand for Give Kids the World, and we've already started our new campaign at v.org slash Mania Club. You want me to get that and on the? Uh, the people can people can donate there. People could donate there. There it is. That's awesome. Thank you very yeah. much. People could donate there, um, and and it's not all about donating money. When you're in when you're in Mania Club, our thing is uh, we you know not everybody can. Not everybody has the money to donate, right? Uh, especially, you know, the pandemic is still going on. Last year was a tough year. Uh -huh. And this year is, is going to be a tough year uh, for people. But, you know, if you can't donate any money, donate some time. Donate energy, right? 
spread the word of what Mania Club does. You know, raising money for kids with pediatric cancer for uh, both awareness for Connor's cure. Uh, you know, some of the money goes to supporting families that have to uh, take their kids to the hospital and they're sometimes there for weeks and months and families are away from their home or some of them have to quit their jobs and they need the money, right? They need to be supported somehow. So um, we're, we're more than happy that, that some of the money goes to that as well as to research and stuff like that. Uh, and then you have Give Kids the World Village in, in Orlando that they host, uh, they host like wish kids, right? Uh, kids that are pretty sick and it gives their, them and their families a place to go, like a theme park with all kinds of activities and special events and things like that. And that's part of what we're about, right? Helping helping the children and giving back. And, and we do that through v.org slash Mania Club. And uh, people can join Mania Club on, on Facebook or join us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find us there and participate. We're always, we always got giveaways. We get virtual meet meet and greets happening we'll probably have some um lead uh just bef just before just probably just i think the when's backlash is the 23rd I, th I think it's not this sunday but next sunday yeah so we might have uh we might even have the the week leading up to backlash we might have like one or two virtual meet and greets with uh wwe stars uh -huh. um and those are always fun. Um, plus, we, we do some other ones with, with NXT talent. And uh, you donate some money. 100% of the proceeds go to to one of the two organizations. And uh, you get to spend some time with one of your favorite wrestlers. We, we've, done, we've done karaoke with Shotzi Blackheart. Like, she's fantastic. That's awesome. You know, she'll just be, you pick a song and she'll sing it. It's, it's great. And everybody has an awesome time. And uh, we also have a lot of giveaways. Right now, uh, people can uh, bid on signed figures. Like we have signed New Day Funko Pops. Uh, we have other signed merchandise, 8x10s, signed birthday cards. Uh, you name it, you know, figures. Um, you know, we, we get this stuff donated or some of, the, some of it we buy and get signed. And... Uh, and the you know our mods and and stuff do a great job of of spreading the word and and putting in they put in a lot of time and energy of their own to uh, to make sure the dream happens for for children and their families. Always got to help the kids. You know, the helping the kids Definitely. is the most important thing we could do out there. Helping kids that are sick with cancer and like just it it Anything. To hear anybody, any kids struggling with cancer, like it's just, just sad. It like breaks my heart to hear about any children that have cancer or any sicknesses. It just, I can't. I, I'm it's a, a I'm great a feeling. I'll tell you what, though, it's a great feeling when you hear from their families um, and they say, you know what? Thank you. What you do has made a difference in our lives. You know, when you hear that, you can't help but feel good, even though you feel sad about their situation, right? When somebody comes up, up to you and says, 
you know, you put a smile on my child's face today. Right. That, that's very powerful. And people don't realize how powerful it is, but it is very powerful. And once you get that, um, that positive positivity, that adrenaline rush, uh, you want to put more smiles on people's faces. Yeah, definitely. And and I'm a cosplayer too. I do a, I'm a Ghostbusters cosplayer and I've heard stories from other like Ghostbusters franchises that they like go to hospitals and see kids and like, they see the excitement in the kids faces when you just come in in your flight suit with your proton pack on it just if you had a horrible day before you walked through that door when you leave the place you're gonna feel like wow i just made this kid feel like a million bucks yeah it works like the kid could have been like just had their you know a needle put in their arm and then when you walk out of that door they're just like oh my god look at this it's a ghostbuster right here hanging out with me like chilling me making me feel much better you know yeah 100 uh-huh. percent. yeah so definitely guys you definitely should donate to the mania club it's very important do it very, today it's very good organization it's gonna help it could help someone some child you know with cancer like if you guys ever want us to like help you guys out if we're ever at an event to do something for you guys we'll be we'll be down awesome. thank event, you very much we'll let you know if we're ever going to like a a raw or a smackdown or if, if we're at like if i ever go to a, another mania geek is trying to get me to go to the one in dallas but i i'm on the fence about it but if if we go i'll let you guys know and we'll be down to hang out and help you guys raise funds i, I i'd help awesome yeah, we're we're planning a pretty massive tailgate. You know, obviously, obviously, there's there was nothing going on last year, and and this year, everything was you know it was fun being down there, but everything was kind of muted, and people were asking us to do a tailgate this year in Tampa, but you know we felt that that was a bit irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, you know, COVID is still very real. Um, there's still people getting pretty sick. And, and I know in the, in the United States, there have been a lot of people that have been vaccinated. But even if you're vaccinated, you could carry it to somebody that isn't vaccinated, right? So we thought it was, we, we had some smaller meet and greets um, or meetups. And, um, and we thought that was the best way to go and, and more responsible instead of having like a tailgate. And besides that, you know, good thing we did that you guys should have seen the rain. It was ridiculous. Anybody that was actually trying to tailgate, that would have got all washed out. It would have been absolutely horrible. I saw the videos on uh, a surface on Facebook and Instagram and all that. They were horrible. Yeah, yeah it was sickening. So uh, I'm glad I'm glad we didn't do it. And for anybody that did do it, I know there was one guy that did it, and he's um, from New York, a, a Jets fan that uh, does tailgating. And, uh, yeah, I don't think that went over too well. Yeah. Uh, Ballot Club guy told us, like, he was – it was horrible. He was, like – we were, like, both freaked out for him. We're, like, are you okay? I, I sent him the, the, the lightning cloud, the the emoji on the iPhone with the cloud with the lightning bolts. I was, like, no, yeah. Justin, get under something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Ugh. Yeah, no, it was a mess. Oh, no way. No thank you. We were in, we were in a nice uh, nice covered bar. <laughs> 
that's that's a good thing <laughs> with things like that no rut row roar <laughs> but uh but next year in dallas uh yeah, we're gonna the, the tailgates are gonna be pretty massive you know in new york we had uh we had just under 700 people that paid to be at the tailgate and another 200 and change that just showed up to hang out uh so almost a thousand people um we had cosplay contests, uh, different prizes, raffles for for different items, including uh, I think one of them was a was a signed championship belt. Uh-huh. Um, and Stephanie McMahon showed up by surprise to thank wow. everybody. Yeah. And she was uh, she came with the state the the New Jersey State Troopers brought her to the tailgate. She had a whole uh, escort, and it was it was wild. It's absolutely wild. People cheering, going crazy, uh, and she went live on. Uh, she went live, I think, on on Twitter or Instagram, uh, saying, "You know, I'm su- I'm about to surprise Mania Club," and uh, yeah, that was awesome. Definitely. So who knows? She might make a surprise appearance in Dallas. Yep. Oh geez, oh God, I'll be like me trying to get my phone out and then get attacked by Dallas security. Police. Oh, no, that's okay. There was a lot of people filming. It was pretty awesome. You could see some of the videos on, on YouTube, I'm sure. But it was so like it was such a surprise and it was right near the end of the tailgate that some people had left and boy did they did they regret it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, my uh actually I was trying to show you, but I, I said no, he's still talking. I got my mania tickets from 35. I got I, one of those too, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because we were just gonna get the plane tickets and geeks like, Do you want the good ones? And I'm like, Good ones. And I guess I didn't the pretty ones. The cool and then he sent me a picture of what they look like after I got them and I'm like Okay, I gotta keep them safe. Don't know if Geek still has his. I still do. I, I have those and I have the takeover tickets from even like, though his tickets <laughs> he I went home safely in a car back to Pennsylvania. Lance, Mr. Geek got stuck. On a train. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, the no, train. We had, we had a car. <laughs> we had a car. It was easy getting back to Manhattan. And I, and I live, and it this was probably the easiest WrestleMania for me, but yet the hardest. Yeah. You know what I mean by that? Like, absolutely. Like the next town over, okay, I'll sleep fine the next day in my house in New York. And then I'm like, crap, I'm not getting home till 5 30 in the morning. You could have walked across the Washington Bridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just yeah, imagine. It was, yeah. it was a good time though. We had, you know, it got cold at night, but during the day, that was like really, really perfect weather for for that time of year. Still, still to this day, New Orleans is probably still my favorite WrestleMania. Well, it's nice that you can walk everywhere. Yeah, it's like the same yeah. thing. If they ever do WrestleMania back in Toronto, like all the arenas are on the same street within two really? blocks, three blocks. I remember wow. like going down to the arena for New Orleans. There's like a whole herd of us. We were just going down to the stadium all the way from Bourbon Street. That it was awesome. Yeah. You know, so that's how close it was. Everybody was walking down there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta make it to Dallas. Definitely gotta make it to Dallas, Joe. Definitely. D- Dallas is a definite for me. Dallas is a definite, no doubt. Yeah. The the only thing I don't like about Dallas is that the stadium is far away from downtown. Uh-huh. But you know. Everything else is is cool. Do you, do you have a favorite TV show besides wrestling, or uh, 
It's a kind of a random question, but uh, you know what? I just mostly watch sports. To be honest with you, I used to watch a show called Suits that was on USA Network. I heard of that show, and I really liked that. That's that's since been um, kind of stopped, I guess, out of seven or eight seasons, whatever they did. Uh, okay. So I used to watch that, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't watch too much other TV. I'll watch hockey, baseball, football, uh, soccer from Europe. So that that takes up plenty of time. And, you know, I get – I work six days a week. And, uh, you know, I need to sleep too at some point. So the (laughs) just the WWE shows uh, during the week is enough, uh, you know, enough time wasted. It's it's like a full-time job right there. (laughs) Absolutely. I can see that. What's your – okay, my turn. (laughs) Yes. What's your favorite? What's your favorite all-time favorite food? All-time favorite food. Oh wow! Uh, steak. <laughs> wow, you and Stevie Ray from Harlem Heat would hang out pretty well. <laughs> like I could eat, I could steak eat steak every day. Um, <laughs> I could exactly eat. I could probably eat shrimp every day too. You know. Yeah. As I said, yeah, Stevie Ray came on our show and like I got him with that food question and he was like, I like steak and collard greens. And I'm like, rice and beans? Ah, oh, man, I eat rice and beans too, man. I eat rice and beans. Come on, I, I, I was so random that day. I was like, you can come over our house and have rice and beans and steak. And he's like, hey, man, let me know. I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> my mom's kitchen table. One thing yeah. you don't, one thing you don't say no to is a nice steak dinner. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Oh, of course not. <laughs> I had uh, I went to a steakhouse with Matt Riddle and uh, and some friends Survivor Series weekend uh, back in Chicago, 2019. That that was that was a good night. Right after, uh, I guess it was right after Takeover. Yeah, right mm-hmm. after Takeover. It's pretty awesome. That was uh, War Games. Uh-huh. I never been to War Games, so yeah, it was, that was that was the first time. It was pretty wild. And I was never a I was never a big WCW guy. Mm-hmm. Like those gimmick matches they used to do in WCW, I wasn't was never really a fan. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's it's interesting seeing how they do it now. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite team or a football team? Uh, I'm a Toronto guy, so the Raptors, the Blue Jays, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and for for the NFL, it's far they're far away, but my team is the Dolphins. You another thing. My brother would be your best friend then. <laughs> yeah, Dan Marino. Dan Marino is my all-time favorite player. Yeah, I tell my brother that my brother loves football and he but he likes he's a Met fan for baseball and he is a Dolphins fan from football. But he's from Queens. So you think maybe he'd be a Giants or Jet fan? Nope. <laughs> he's a Dolphin fan. He gets a lot of flack for him. Like you live in New York and you go for the Dolphins. But I said, wait. Mets and Dolphins are the same color, so it's, he never has to change a color. When he, he wear pretty much wear a Dolphins hat to a Mets game, and no one will say anything. Maybe if there's Jet fans there, but yeah. yeah, yeah, the Jets fans don't like the Dolphins. No, I, I, I'm a Jet fan, and I think Dolphin fans are kind of uh, <laughs> good with them. They're there. No matter you don't like Miami, you don't like the beach. Come on, buddy. <laughs> I like the beach. I like the sunshine, like- sunshine, South bikinis. Come on, Joe. Deal yeah. with the program. Change your allegiance. I got it from my mom. My mom played marching band for the Jets when uh, Joe Namath was the quarterback. And I just learned, I was like, Jets, hmm, mom likes the Jets. 
Why not? My dad just follows along whatever whatever's on sports wise on TV. So <laughs> you losing is coming part of everything we have now. I have a lot of family around uh, New York and New Jersey, and they're uh, like Giants fans and and Rangers fans. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have a favorite story with the Mania Club or? Uh... Favorite story? Yeah, like uh, like you could tell a story with like that you had with the Mania Club. I, I can't tell you some of my favorite stories. <laughs> I just, I just, it's not, it's not for public consumption. Oh, That's got, stuff got that me. you don't tell, talk about on video. Got um, you. Got you. But I just I'll, I'll tell you this, you know, uh, whether it be before, but especially after, uh, some of the shows that we get a lot of people going to, man, it could get pretty wild. Uh-huh can get pretty wild like mm-hmm. you know we're hanging out with you know and, and not all of us like I, I don't try I'm not I'm not the type of person that'll chase talent or anything like that I really really don't care mm-hmm. but some of some of the talent has you know become our friends for for what we do and and how they've gotten to know us over the years right and sometimes we get invited places and boy in Houston after the rumble I I don't I remember walking to my hotel, but between midnight and about four thirty in the morning, it's a bit of a blur. Oh boy! So uh, yeah, the stuff gets wild. Yeah. Stuff gets wild. That's all I'll say. Um, and you're hanging out with the club after hours. It's uh, it's a treat. It's a treat. Sometimes you you if you're with the right clan, and it's it, it can be off the hook. I know you guys had tantalizing Tony, the bus driver, on last week, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so my goodness. Friday night, Friday night in Tampa, uh, we were at a bar called Whiskey Joe's that I that I chose, a beach bar. Mm-hmm. And, man, everybody, it was we closed that place. We shut it down, and, and, and everybody was having a great old time. Everybody was lit. I mean, lit. I'm surprised nobody jumped in the ocean. Oh, God. <laughs> He, so, we had yeah, him, was it, it two episodes sorry? ago? Oh, yeah, so I'm we, trying to remember yeah. when Tony was on. I think it was last week. Last week. And then we had Orlando on the show. Tony was in the comments. He said, let me in. We're like. Yeah, because Orlando was, uh, I don't know if you know Orlando from uh, The Shark. No. Local, local radio station. Um, he, um, like, he knows, Tony knows his friend Paul. So he's like, I want to know how he knows my friend Paul. So I'm like, uh-huh. okay. so Tony was on there. He was talking, and you know, so good stuff. And, he, and, and never told the story though how he knows Paul. So <laughs> he never told the story. So if you watch the, the, video, the uh, wrestling community is the wrestling community is huge, but at uh-huh. times it can become also very small. Uh huh. Oh, this guy, how do you know that? You know that guy? How do you know that guy? Oh, and that you know that guy, right? It's yeah. <laughs> you know, it you don't 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 burn bridges is what I'm saying. Don't burn bridges because you don't know. Yeah, exactly. I need that yeah. person, or that you 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 are know, talking trash about that guy, and then all of a sudden you meet this <laughs> oh, guy, and that guy's right. his best friend, and now it's now things are awkward. So just yeah, you know, keep the peace. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was on the show, so I mean, you could you could go back and watch in the archives if you had the time to see it. But you know, yeah, man, I'll check I, it out I, definitely. I I didn't want to say too too much about it, but 
it's on the show. It's on air anyway. So I always it got was, time for my man Tony. Yeah. Oh but, man, it was hilarious. We were talking, and all of a sudden Tony comes on. And he's like, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" And then his camera's all glitched, and he's like, "I'm Ted." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh my god, his battery's low." And he came on, and he was going after me because I'm the, as I said, geek is the heel, and I'm the face. Well, I'm kind of like down the middle now. I'm like a tweener now. I, I call myself, I'm like the Roman Reigns of the show. The booze come, but I know they're, they're, they're for him, right? No, they're for me now. Oh, I feel like I'm the Bailey. Everybody loved me and I'm the cutesy one. And now I'm starting to be like, ding dong. Hello. Nice. <laughs> I'll come here if I have to. <laughs> well, and I, I, I just, I had, I didn't have the comments right so now i can see the comments and ever yeah. so spiffy yeah. mentioned steak but also tacos okay i love tacos yeah. <laughs> cinco de mayo i had to go buy tacos for lunch yeah. I had to. like I had, I had brought lunch from home i was like oh crap it's cinco de mayo i need tacos yes. <laughs> so it had to do it is you know whatever uh-huh. I, don't, I don't like the, the like fancy tacos no. Just give me it's old school steak or chicken taco, uh, and and I'm good. I don't need like some s- crazy special sauces. People trying to people try to get fancy with the tacos. I don't need that. I just need some meat, some cheese, you know, what other other little stuff, and uh, and I'm good. I'm good. Here we go. If I manage to get myself to Dallas with, with a geek and uh, and ever so spiffy Armad, I promise you this guy we will hang out and have some tacos. Perfect. Phoenix, by the way, Phoenix by the way has the best tacos. When, yeah, uh, Phoenix, that taco work. joint was good. It just took forever. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It just took forever, but that taco joint just down by the stadium was excellent. Yeah. And everything they had good, uh, good margaritas too. I, I, I was surprised mom. everything was walking distance. Yeah, yeah, that was right. another good spot. You know, I I picked a hotel downtown and 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 it was good. Uh-huh. Like I said, we had uh, we had the suites, so it was it was dope, man. It's you know, hanging out with all kinds of different people. We we had people from England in our suite, from like all across the U.S., Canada. Um, yeah, it's dope. When everybody gets together, it's crazy. Hmm. But yeah, the steakhouses in Dallas downtown are good too, uh-huh. mm. especially in the old section. I forget what one is called. I was trying to look it up the other day, uh, but I went there for dinner twice, and that's also where WWE had their staff party. So I mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be a good place. Uh-huh. Of course, <laughs> yeah. WWE always gets the good stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we we do we sometimes we try to do dinners. Um, sometimes we'll we'll take a bunch of people to Texas de Brazil, the all you can eat uh, Brazilian steakhouse, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we'll have a like a private room and uh, just go crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Steak, steak, and more steak. Yeah. So do you, I know it sounds crazy, but I know people have, people are like ketchup people on their steak. Are you ketchup or steak sauce? No, neither, man. You don't need any of that stuff. If the steak is good, you don't need that. Okay. Just a nice, like sometimes all it needs to do is be seasoned with like uh, coarse salt, um, maybe some uh, peppercorns, 
but you don't need uh, like oh ketchup on a steak that's that's blasphemy that's, i've seen you know, people do it I'm, i i'm i'm an a1 steak if it's a good steak i put a little drop of a1 and just rub it with my fork and then start cutting the town uh, later, another question from from uh, our crowd favorite movie favorite movie die hard die hard easy best christmas movie ever <laughs> I would tell that to the mod right there. She says that's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> there's, there's people that believe it's a Christmas movie, and there's people that are wrong. <laughs> she keeps saying to me, she's like, no way that's a Christmas movie. And he's like, how is it a Christmas movie? I'm like, it takes place during Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I have that's so right. many friends that like debate me on watching Die Hard on Christmas. I also watch Home Alone. Like, I watch Home Alone also. Yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, and I could watch like I could watch you know, I'm not a Star Wars geek by any means, but I can you know Star Wars is on. I could watch Star Wars anytime, or The Godfather, or the Fast and Furious movies. Um, I also, you know, <laughs> also like the Mummy movies with Brendan Fraser. I, so I, I always have fun watching those. If that's on, I could watch that all the time. Returns. <laughs> I only Batman Returns, Returns is a Christmas a movie, movie too. That's yeah, the first. It is. <laughs> or is it the first one? Which one is with the, has the penguin in it? That's that's, that's Batman Returns. That's oh, Returns. Okay. So that's definitely a Christmas movie too. Then, yeah. So is Lethal Weapon, the first one. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I think uh, I was going to say Beverly Hills Cop, but no, that's not it. I was thinking of the scene where where there's a bunch of the, the Christmas trees. There's, but that's Lethal Weapon. So. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Ahmad is a huge Star Wars fan too, so yeah, you have no idea. So yeah, they had uh, well the other last weekend they had like they were playing all the movies back to back to back. Uh huh. So I had that in the background while I was doing other stuff. Here we go. Another question from me: uh-huh. What was your very first ever like wrestling event? Like as a kid, like what was your first event you ever went to? Uh, well, I went, like, in terms of a live show, like, being yeah. at a live show was at Maple Leaf Gardens in the 80s. Mm. I'm old. I'm, me too. But, yeah. In the in the 80s, I went to Maple Leaf Gardens a few times and saw wrestling there. It was, that was one of the, the best places to, to watch shows. Um at the time, it was probably the only place that had a, a ridiculously long elevated ramp. So the wrestlers would climb up on a ramp coming out of the back, hmm. walk all the way down to the uh, down the ring, uh, down the ramp to the ring. And then, uh, you know, many years later, WCW used that for, for some shows, right? They had a, the, the ramp that was level with the, uh, with the ring. But that was one of the... Uh, that was one of the classic Maple Leaf Garden style uh, ring setups, right? That they're known for that. Uh, but that that was the place I used to go. Definitely uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. But I remember, you know, we, I'd go watch like WrestleMania uh, before WrestleMania one. Yeah, before the first WrestleMania, there was a show called The Big Event. I've heard that. If you've never seen it. Uh, you could find it on the network. 
And up until up until WrestleMania three, the big event in Toronto was played at uh, Exhibition Stadium, was which was where the uh, Blue Jays would play. Uh, mm-hmm. They started playing there from 1977 when when they started the, the team, and that was the largest attended wrestling event like in the world up until WrestleMania three at the Silver Dome in, in Pontiac, Michigan. And they they had they had that massive event there, and they had a few other shows. They had like house shows in in this baseball stadium back then, mm. and that they would only do that in Toronto. And like there, I remember going to two house shows. One I know, oh, they were both in the middle of the summer, um, and it was it was fantastic. One I know one was headlined by Shawn Michaels, but the big event I think was Hogan against Orndorff. Oh wow. Time. And, uh, yeah, that, that was fun to be at. In my first event, Geek knows that it was. It was in Madison Square Garden. The first match of the night. I, I have the on tape somewhere in my room. Yeah, tape. Oh, the, kid, the new kids are going, tape, tape, tape. What's that tape? Um, it was, I guess the videotape didn't get the full beginning of the match. The very first match of the night gets every wrestling fan going, it was Haku versus Ricky Steamboat opening match. That was the opening match of the, the card. The main event was um, Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. It was the buildup for their match. For the book, it was the boot camp match. That's what the match was. Right. Hogan won, but I remember, all I remember as a kid, my dad still teases me about it. Anytime we mention a WWF show in the garden, you were crying the whole main event. I'm like, I was like, Oh, nine, I think eight or nine years old. But like, really? I was a little kid. But the funniest is, I thought that the, the show started with Haku with Steamboat in a headlock. Ballot Club guy let me use the password for the network. So he let me watch whatever I wanted for a while on the network. So he's like, man, I, I saw you, uh, you were watching a lot of those old school shows. And I was like, you got that. I watched that entire show back because I was like, oh, wow. I was at this one. I was like, oh, my God, Justin, my childhood was ruined. He's like, why? You know what happened in that show. You were dead. I thought the show started out with Steam with Steamboat in a headlock by Haku. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, my, my, my videotape as a kid started out with Haku with Steamboat in a headlock. Like, urgh, urgh. it started out with music. My childhood was ruined. <laughs> he's like, you were there. But I'm like, yeah. He's like, maybe the tape player didn't start to like 7.53 when the sh- when he was in a headlock. I was like, don't make well, childhood jump, step on your foot and walk away saying jerk. <laughs> well, some of you, if you notice, some of those old tapes, even some of the Coliseum home video ones, uh, they don't, like a lot of them just get right into the action. Yeah. You know? And there isn't too much in the way of like intros and stuff like that. Some of them are just all of a sudden you, you know, the image pops up, you hear the bell and boom, they're going right at it. Yeah. It was like, it was, I, I used to go to a lot of house shows in the garden. And as I said, like I grew up in the best, we grew Gary, me and you grew up in the best era of wrestling geek. He grew up in that 
attitude era. We grew up in the golden era of wrestling. <laughs> so yeah. no, I, like, I like the attitude era, but yeah. So I, I like the attitude era. Everything yeah. changes, right? Yeah. I, I, as I, as I give you a nod, you right now you are certified old school, and not <laughs> and not igniting you certified old school. <laughs> Thank you. You're officially certified old school from Joe the Panther Jr. <laughs> you're you're in, you're in, you're in, you're in the certified old school team. Absolutely. If your childhood got you through hearing Howard Finkel's awesome, beautiful little voice every every Saturday morning, your childhood was great. Well, that and Gorilla Monsoon. Oh yeah, Gorilla Bobby the Brain Heenan <laughs> make you want to throw your shoe at the TV. Yeah, absolutely. Those are those are great times. And also the other broadcast, um, uh, Gorilla Monsoon. We had, um, oh, what's his name? Oh my God, he just died like last two two years ago. What uh, Gene? Gene, and then the other guy. What's his face? That was the other broadcaster for a while. There was all kinds. Lord Alfred Hayes. Oh, hey, yeah, Hayes. Uh, oh, in here, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was just on TV here, but one of the shows here was called Maple Leaf Wrestling. Mm. And and they would show the, all the WWE stuff, and they had uh, Billy Red Lions, like Lions L Y O N S, and he used to be yeah he used to be the one like announcing stuff and things like that, and introducing. So there there's there's a lot of different stuff that they had over here. I I can't think of his name, but I could see his face. It wasn't it wasn't Mean Gene. It was another guy. He had like longer hair, like long black hair. It was like straggly hair. Long black hair. You usually do the like the interviews like Mean Gene, but it was always like Mean Gene was with the main wrestler, and they had him with the other guy. I can't think of his name. I could see his face. Oh my god. He, was he wearing like? Did he wear like the light blue jacket? No, he was wore the suit. Sean Mooney. Oh, Sean Mooney. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That's right. That's what I was thinking of too. Sometimes he would wear the blue jacket. Oh yeah, Sean Mooney. Yeah, I I used to love when Mr. Perfect used to make fun of Sean Mooney. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mooney. I think last year he was. Last year he was. Uh, last year, or the year before. Uh, I think he. He did something with them. They they brought him back for something, or he was online or something doing, doing something for WWE, uh, some nostalgia stuff. Uh, but it's nice to even see. Have you guys been watching the A and E stuff on the weekends? Not really, to be honest. I I, I watched the one on YouTube, and I watched the one with the Undertaker. His he, he put that old jacket back on, and even my dad was like, Did "I he? won't say to watch that." But um, dude, had- those things like that warehouse that they have full of goodies. Wow, that's like a wrestling fan's dream. Taking a tour of that. And I don't know. I don't know what the first WrestleMania you guys went to. Twenty. First, first one I went to was six. First one I went to live. Uh, then I didn't go for a long time, and I went to eighteen. Uh, when for six there was no access. Right for the first few years they didn't think of an access. For eighteen they had access, and that access was like I forget how much it was to get in, but it was cheap. Um, and it was just pay one price. Like you get in, 
all the signings, all the photo ops, everything was free. Undertaker, Angle, Michaels, everything mm. was free. Like that's where I got Undertaker. That's where I first met Undertaker. I have, I have my belt signed by Undertaker and Angle. Um, and they had a lot of that stuff that's in that warehouse. They used to bring it to access, like uh, the Corvette that Austin filled with cement. It was was at access, and they were they used to bring so much more stuff than they do now. I understand it's hard to trek it across the country and they have so much stuff, but I wish they would do more of that. Right. Or, or have some kind of exhibit, uh, maybe a traveling exhibit, or even if they had a dedicated place in somewhere like Florida, like I used to like it when I go to New York, uh, you know, to, to visit friends and family. One of my places I would stop at is, is WWE New York. The restaurant, right? Remember yep. that Hang out and, and grab a bite to eat. Uh, my brother has one of the menus still, like one of the menu folders. Wow. Uh, so, like, I, I wish they still had something like that, where, you know, if they had like a bar restaurant kind of deal, and then had a whole bunch of merchandise there, that would be really, really cool. I think more. Think That's why I got that from Gary. That belt right there. The the yeah. old Adujira WWF title, my dad from my graduation present. He's like, "What do you want?" And I'm like, "I was looking at the belts. I was walking around all the shirts, and I was like, I want that.'" <laughs> and he's like, yeah. "Not the big one, Randy. No, no, <laughs> we have to get you the smaller one." <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Actually, something happened. And my dad got really mad because my dad is a former law enforcement officer and they don't want to mess with the cop. <laughs> um, he got mad and something happened and he was like, Where is, where is where's your boss? Where's Vince? And my dad, they're like, Sir, 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 relax. My dad take pulling out his tin, he's doing this. And they're like, they went in the back, they came back, came out with a WWE WWF New York cup for me. And I'm just like, Hi. We're gonna be banned for life now. Vince is gonna fire me. <laughs> like I was thinking all the weirdest things in my head as a at the 18, 19 year old, but we're gonna I'm gonna get fired and hired by Vince. I'm gonna get kicked banned for life for every WWF show. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get frowned upon yeah. by Howard Finkel. He's gonna go, You are banned for life. <laughs> Joe, do you see what Murata's trying to say? No. I, I think, think that, I think they're trying to open a hall of fame. Ugh, triple geek. Road trip. <laughs> they they've been um, they've been toying with that idea for years. I just don't know how financially viable it is, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's how, how many times are you going to keep going to it? Right. They, they yeah. would have to. I think it would have to be something else, right? If they had that incorporated into like a restaurant theme, um, somewhere that is a, like a tourist destination, I think it would do okay. Uh-huh. Like, you know, uh, WCW, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Vegas, but I remember that I went I went to the WCW Nitro Cafe, I think they called it. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, it was in the, uh, yeah, in, in Vegas and, and man, it was dead. <laughs> it was <Okay>. dead. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they tried to do that kind of like to compete with the uh, WWF restaurant in New York and 
you would think that Vegas is like a massive tourist destination that it would have been would have done better, right? But you know, it, it flopped. Yeah. Like that, you know, and I don't know if it's just the lack of interest in in wrestling. I'm sure it was busy at at some point, but then uh, eventually it just flopped. But maybe if they had something at Universal Studios, mm, or maybe yeah. at Disney Springs. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, I'm sure rent is high and things like that. So it's you know, where do you where do you balance that business? Uh, you know, versus um, you know, a Hall of Fame museum kind of thing, right? Because I, I just don't think a de- dedicated Hall of Fame for, especially for or merchandise like museum with all the stuff that they have, uh, just you know, just isn't going to work financially, at least yeah. not in the long term. One hundred percent. Like when I went to the world, when I went with for my graduation. I with my dad for like a present that night and I got the belt. My dad's like, Oh, you should uh the you should try to like get a wrestler to sign it because it was free. It didn't cost anything that that time. It was like Billy Gunn and somebody else. And I refused to get Billy Gunn's autograph for a brother, but I had the I, I had that belt, the WWF title. I'm like, but I'm like, Dad, he never won the title. Why would I want him finding signing the WWF title? <laughs> like, yeah. But I should have got him signing it, but I don't know. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta take advantage of the moment. Yeah, it was, but it felt weird. Now I'm like, I should have did that because now it would probably be so much harder to get Billy Gunn's autograph because probably charges so much money. Nah, I don't know. Maybe not. He's not the Undertaker. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> my dad was talking about that today because he mentioned the mask thing, and my, I told my dad the story about um. The gray mask that looked like the uh, well, looks like Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, my dad kind of didn't know about that. My dad's like he'll watch wrestling with me. Like, oh, who's that? Oh, look at this Triple H, right? I mean, you're talking about yeah, the Shawn Michaels, yeah. That how he broke his orbital bone on his face. That's why he wore the mask. It wasn't just because it was a gimmick. He really broke his he he broke his uh. And he broke his face. It was real. I was like, ooh, because he talked about it on the show with the objects. Yeah. And I like, told my dad, he's like, oh, wow. The Hidden yeah. Treasure show. Yeah, that show. They they have some ones coming up. They showed Foley with the Sako. Um, well, that was the, they already showed that. I oh, they didn't know. They didn't show it on YouTube. That's why I was uh, like, Gary, do you yeah. have a. Do you have a favorite uh, dream match that you would uh, love to see? It could be anybody. Wow. Not uh, anybody. Anybody. Anybody, like any cross promotion that's that you're yeah, kind of getting dead, at? Dead or, dead or alive, anybody. Oh, dead or alive? Anybody. I'm well, kidding. I think Hitman against Daniel Bryan would have been good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Yeah, that's. They could be in their prime. I, you know, I would have, I would have liked to see this already happen, but you know, if I could go back and watch Steamboat against uh, Savage live, you know, that's that's considered one of the greatest all-time matches, right? Uh-huh. So that that would be really cool. Um, and if 
you know, this wouldn't be any kind of technical spectacular, but if they if they did Hogan versus Flair back in back in the eighties, if they were able to do that, I think that would have been like crazy good uh-huh. in terms of attention and everything like that. Um well, I don't know. Omega against just about anybody. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I usually don't think in, in those terms, right? Yeah. So you kind of got me a little off guard. But I guess, yeah, right on. For sure, Hitman against Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Omega, Eddie Guerrero would have been good. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would have been, been good. One. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, when we have... Um, is it- Next is it next week, Geek, or is it week after? I think Omega against Owen Hart. Oh, oh my God! Right, that would have been a great match. Yeah, yeah. That rest Daniel Bryan against Owen Hart. There, there's, there's a few good ones. Once you start, if you start going through the Rolodex, right, and start remembering (laughs) certain guys, sometimes it takes a little while for the for the hamster to start turning the wheel. Yeah, Uh but yeah, there's there could be a few good ones. Yeah, we have uh, a show on the 14th with a, another podcast called The Dirty Heels. I don't know if you ever heard of them. No. Well, we, me and I already told Geek, I said, Geek, they're, they like getting, making top 100, top 10 like countdowns and best matches, like their favorite dream matches. I'm like, that is going to be the whole show. Talking about dream match, dream match, dream match, dream match. I know it. I know it. I know it. I already know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can spend a whole day. Oh yeah. gosh. I could I could think of one right now. Uh great Muda versus like Sabu. Texas death match right there. <laughs> that would be wild. The winner, I think I would make it a draw. I think Sabu would go for his miss. And he'd hit it, but then Sapu would hit him in the face with the with the fireball after he the missed, and they'd both be like, and they both fathering and <laughs> double double count out. Or yeah, both, but neither of them could can get up off the mat. Yeah, it'd have to be it would be a draw. They both uh, fall backwards outside the ring, but there really would be an explosion because it wouldn't be like AEW's sparkler goes off. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Oh, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was- I said that. That's why I said that. That's why. That's why I can't watch that, man. I don't know. That was- yeah, Book it. Yes. I'll also I'll also put it out there that I've reached out to people in AEW on a couple of occasions to see if they're interested in you know helping raise money for pediatric cancer and crickets. I don't even get a response. So, yeah, we I I sent an email to. Um, Just don't say names, Joe. It's not. not. Oh, a, a certain female wrestler, but she said she was charging. But then I actually messaged her again today. She said she's not taking any bookings. But I kind of before I just said, "Hey, this and that," but she she's not taking any. But I said, "Well, in the future." I we really can't afford to pay, but we, we we're new and we're willing to do an interview with you. It'd be nice to hear about your and I come as a Latin person with my grandfather family. 
with black wrestling. It'd be an honor to hear her stories and her rise in her career. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I that's what we, that's what we do here at Dudes at Ringside Podcast. We there's some really good people out there like Thunder Rosa. Yeah, you that's know, you know, and uh, I don't know how accessible they are, um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of good people with interesting stories and they're doing big things. And uh, they're worth speaking to. You know what I mean? It's worth getting their message out and just hearing some of their insight and input. The one person I want to get on the show so bad, but I don't know how to get in touch with him. And it kind of makes me go, besides my grandfather, I want to I want to get in touch with Rey Mysterio. So bad. Like, geek knows my favorite mass wrestler of all time, Geek Knows, Ray Mysterio. I well, it him. might be tough. It might be tough now during his current run, but you know, I, yeah, he doesn't have that many years left, so you, you should be able to get him soon. Because on, on most of the people's Instagram, it says contacts in its email and. <laughs> I feel so silly. There's another wrestler that uses the same name, and he's on Instagram. I don't know if you ever heard of King Ray Mysterio. No. Yeah, he's out of Mexico. I, I went to like get in contact with him today, and his phone number is there, so I called it, and he doesn't know very much English, but he's a great wrestler. You should go check him out, King Ray Mysterio. J- J- uh, Ballot Club guy actually got me his mask, the COVID mask for my. Uh, for my birthday, and he's a great wrestler. He's like almost, he's he's good. He's a good wrestler. When you get home, you're done with the podcast. Go on YouTube, look up King Ray Mysterio. King Ray Mysterio, will do. Yeah. Looks like Ray Mysterio. Looks like Ray, but with a little bit of facial hair underneath the mask. All right, cool. He's he's good. He, I'm like, if you if you like squint your eyes and you look like you're watching Nitro in the '90s, you're like, oh wow. <laughs> Oh wow! But he was—I watched some of his stuff on his story. I'm like, oh wow, her Piranha. Like, he was like the old school Ray outfit that has like the the full tights, right? And the weird designs on them, and his mask kept little horns. And he's a good wrestler, King Ray. Um, I contacted him today, but I'm just gonna wait and see who comes and follow, finds us right now, <laughs> like. But we're doing pretty good in the bookings. Yeah, that's good. But uh, you know, you don't you don't always you don't always necessarily need a guest, right? Just uh, yeah. If you have like interesting enough uh, topics, if there's something interesting happens during the week. It's easy to make a whole opinion editorial kind of show on it. So it's always always lots of stuff to to talk about in the wrestling world. There's so many. So many promotions now, and, and guys everywhere. Um, you know, it's people say it's people say that now is like you know the best time to be a wrestling fan with so much variety, um, and there is a lot of variety. But also, in a way, it's can you can you can make a case for saying it's the worst time to be a wrestling fan. And when I say that, what I mean is. Like the internet wrestling community is absolutely terrible. Like yep. some oh, of yeah, the yeah. most, the worst negative people you'll ever see, 
who are, ne- are so hard to please, uh, you know, they're never happy. Even if a company gives them what they want, they're so jaded after a few days, they're like, oh, you know, they'll turn around and, and this is all of a sudden this is crap, right? You've been given what you wanted. And then three weeks later, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this guy or this girl. I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember Gary, I think it was the night after Daniel Bryan won the title at WrestleMania 30. The crowd turned on him. And I'm like, I'm like, you guys wanted Daniel Bryan to win the title. I'm happy he's the champion. Now you guys are turning on him? For what? What reason? Well, and when, when Kofi Kingston won the title at, at uh, MetLife, uh, the, the, the immediate talk after that by a lot of people is, okay, how many days is he going to hold on to this? Who's he going to lose it to? Right? And, you know, not everybody was saying that, but a lot of people were. I was happy you won the title, to be honest with you. No, I didn't. Like, I was I was indifferent. I wasn't upset. Like, I don't, I don't really get upset by wins and losses. Um, but, you know, I was, in, I was indifferent about it. It didn't mean anything to me, really. Um, wasn't wasn't super special to me it also like i I, i'm not a new day fan so Uh that's probably part of the reason Uh but you know i guess i'm a little you know i've said i'm old school right so if you think um back in the day you wouldn't see too many champions that were like small guys nope (laughs) right it was mostly the big guys and you know the the smaller guys are are generally um, more agile and more athletic uh, yeah. to a certain extent, right? There's some big guys that nowadays can move like a small guy. It's, you know, it's amazing. Uh, but, you know, for some of these other guys, like I, I just don't find a small guy uh, a believable world heavyweight champion, right? In, yeah. in, in boxing and MMA, they have weight classifications and different titles for people you know in those different weight classes for a reason uh-huh. you know it's not all the time that you're gonna have a guy the size of hoist gracie uh choking out some some monster right and you know obviously that happened but nowadays like usually the big guy is going to squash the little guy that's just the way it is that's yeah. you know that that's more realistic so I still think of it in that way where some people will say, oh, but, you know, I'm a small guy. And so I relate to the small guy. Like if the small guy could be champion that, you know, that makes me feel better about myself. Yeah. And so I understand that. But to me, I just have a different mentality. I'm not a big guy. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's just more believable when – somebody like Brock Lesnar is a champion because the guy can le- legit go out and destroy people if he wants. Exactly. Yep. And like when he gave uh, Braun Strowman that receipt, I don't know if you guys saw that. He just punched him right in the face Yeah. for, yeah. for hitting him with an elbow. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's a lot more realistic to me. And, and Brock's a legit fighter too. Is, I want to say like in the yeah. MMA and everything. So so he's a believable he's a believable champion, even though people don't you know say they don't like the part timer stuff, right? Uh-huh. That was the one guy I hoped would come 
uh, would would make an appearance at WrestleMania, but obviously that didn't happen. Uh-huh. I was hoping for Ronda, but then I, f- I found out the news afterwards. So yeah, so I was like, okay, I guess I guess she's out for a while then. I'll be next year. She'll be back next year, probably. Uh, you know what? Maybe not. You know, she'll take her time. She has a family. I think she'll be back at some point, but uh, she'll, you know, I don't know when she's due, but you know, I'm sure she'll take at least six months uh, with the baby. But you know, I have a feeling probably longer. Uh-huh. You know, Becky, up. Becky's training now, but who knows? Who knows? I, I don't expect Becky to appear before SummerSlam, uh-huh. right? So we'll see. Who knows? They might save her for for the, as a as a guest entry into the Royal Rumble. Oh, probably. I was, gonna, I was gonna say the night after WrestleMania would be pretty cool too. Yeah, that's good. Well, you know, it depends if you're if you're using it to like as a reset, right? Yeah, that, that's a perfect time to, to to reset everything for the year. Because if you think about it, um, I don't know if do you think Royal Rumble is going to have fans or what do you think? Yes. Royal Rumble's gonna have fans this year. Okay, so. I think SummerSlam is gonna have fans. Never mind Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because I heard the rumors already that it's uh, circulating where where it's gonna be. Yeah, but those are just rumors. So yeah, we're, we're, I asked we're, we're, I asked WWE this week uh-huh. uh, about SummerSlam, and they said that they, they still don't have a a place uh, set in stone. Uh-huh. That's right. that's that's legit real news. Okay. So right. anything you heard, I know I know Justin uh, made a suggestion that it could even be uh, Vegas. Yeah, no, it's gonna That's be too hot. Gonna be Vegas. It's gonna be too hot for that in Florida too. For no, Vegas would be indoors, so it doesn't matter. That's a okay. dome. Yeah, it's a dome stadium. Yep. And if they did it in Orlando, yeah, it would be it would be hot and sticky and and terrible out wow. outdoors, but. That's not to say that they would have it outdoors. They could have it at Amway. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And that's probably what they would do. Uh-huh. They could do a smaller show, of course, like uh, like an NXT takeover. You know, I always thought it would be cool since they uh, since they're you know based in in Florida that. You know they should do an actual beach show like WCW used to do. Yeah. You know, take take them on the road to Daytona or something like that, and uh, and have a show there, right? They used to have. I think they used to have. Did they have Hog Wild in uh, in Daytona? I know they had Sturgis. They used to do still shows in Sturgis, uh, but I don't know if they used to do Bike Week in Daytona too for a pay per view. But they also had Bass at the Beach, so. Those were those were cool gimmicky kind of things. I know yeah, WWE. That was like my, I wish that I know um, NXT is always doing like lately, but doing a lot of like a few WCW bring back them from the dead, like pay per views, like Halloween Havoc, and like uh, what was the other one they brought back? Geek that uh, uh, Bash at the Beach or Bash at the that? Beach. That'd be cool. If, um, they use another one for uh, um, Starcade would be cool, like Sturgis. They bring that one and put that one for NXT, have it outside, like at like a weird thing. Um, they did do a Starcade, oh, yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, now. I mean, like, do something like a Sturgis, like, do like a Sturgis NXT. But 
they maybe should try to do it for Raw or SmackDown. Like, give them a pay-per-view that was a WCW name. Like, that'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But then you're, you're like, you mean to call a, a Raw by another name? Like, like a pay-per-view, maybe? Like, if, like maybe for what I call it, was that you? Like a Raw special, you mean? Like, uh, how yeah, they had... I think it's a SmackDown tonight. You call it, like, I made it old school. Like, everybody was so hoping that they would see the fist, and it was, like, CGI'd onto the wall. Yeah. That was so why. <laughs> I missed I missed the entrance. Well, you know, it costs money, right? They they'd have to dig all that stuff out from storage in that warehouse, trek it all the way down to Florida, uh-huh. right? Set it up, integrate it in somehow into the more modern LED lighting system. Then take it's, it down. It's probably yeah, then take it down. Like it's 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 not really cost effective. It's, you know what? It's good for us to talk about, right? Uh-huh. But if you if you get out of if you step out of that fan zone and think like a business person, you'd be like, oh yeah, this is a massive waste of money <laughs> for one day. Yeah, you know? it's, it's not logical, right? No, it doesn't make sense. So sometimes you just got to step out of that uh, those fan shoes, right, and think of. Think of it as if you're running a business and you're in business to make money, right? Uh-huh. So it's sometimes it's just not going to work out. Especially where there's no fans right now. Absolutely. So who are you trying to please? Exactly. What's the, what's yeah. the difference to the TV audience if it's CGI or not? <laughs> like, yeah, some people will pick up on it and say, oh, that's corny. But hey, at least they tried to do something different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of caught my eye because I saw Ballot Club say that. And then I watched SmackDown. I'm like, where there was just a flat screen with the WWE logo, WWF logo, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to happen. To be honest, no, I, I would have been surprised if it did. I just figured they used some like old school graphics, you know. They yeah, brought yeah. back Teddy Long, right? <laughs> and it was nice to see Jimmy Uso, uh, you know, come in as a surprise. I've been kind of waiting for him to show up. Right, to, yeah. to change change up that uh, head of the table dynamic. Uh-huh. So it's it's nice now they have a little different way to go. You know, I I think my favorite sh- wrestling show of the week is is NXT, uh-huh. uh, but second is, is SmackDown, and uh-huh. different reasons they're completely different shows, right? Uh-huh. I have a lot of favorite shows. I like NXT and I do like AEW. I like them both. They both put on a great product. But when they were head-to-head, who would you watch? And why? AEW. Why? I guess it's because I guess what they say, what Vince or someone said, it's the atmosphere. The atmosphere is like you're like, you have more fans there. It's more lively. You know what I mean? But it's it's Okay, I understand that. I don't know how many fans they have actually there, but I know the actual fans are pretty far away. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm not a I'm not a fan of them having the like B wrestlers at ringside singing, uh, you know, the Fozzie song, and they're the ones they're the ones that are lively. They're way more lively than the crowd, and that's like yeah. even more fake to me. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that you they're just told to be there and like be rowdy, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. At least you have at NXT, you don't have very many people. I think they have about I know for for the takeovers for WrestleMania, I think they had about 160, 170 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was much more than they usually have, which is maybe around 60 to 70. But I think now they, the way they have it set up, I think they allow more people. Uh, and you got people right there, like at ringside, real fans, and smacking on the plexiglass right. and the chains, and, and that seems more real and lively to me. The other stuff seems kind of fake. Do you, so mm-hmm. to go to X, you have to be invited or... Uh... Uh, no, there's a, there's a website that you, um, sign up to, to get ticket alerts, uh-huh. but of, because, you know, oh, and, and you have to be in the Orlando area uh-huh. two days before to get a COVID test. Okay. AEW doesn't do any COVID testing, but uh-huh. WWE does like make sure that everybody gets a COVID test. Hmm. Mm. So you, they, they, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't go to any of the takeovers, even though I could have got tickets because I wasn't there. Um, I was only there the day of, right? So, and they have so few tickets that it sells out, and it's usually the regulars that get them. It uh-huh. sells out very quickly. Okay. Anything else, Joe? Or, uh... Um. Okay. If you had a chance to bring back any wrestler from the past that we lost, which wrestler would you bring him back and why? Like what wrestler that we lost in the past that passed away? I mean, from any of the federations for like one one run, one night stand, one run, like they they had their one last match. They never got a chance to get their one last match. Probably Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero. Mm. You know, um, when you first started talking about it, when you first started mentioning that, the first per- thing that came to my mind was Andre the Giant. But, you know, in thinking, what would what would Andre look like in today's world of professional wrestling? And I think that, I think he'd get booed. Oh, he'd get booed so hard. It, he probably like people would be the the IWC would be like all over the like. Who is this guy? He could barely move around. You know, they they wouldn't get it. Where that guy in the seventies and eighties was like larger than life. You know, uh, real. You know, ninth wonder of the world. You know what I mean? Or so. People wouldn't get it nowadays, but you know, a guy like Eddie Guerrero could could still outwork any of these guys. I personally, or, or match them. Maybe not outwork, but he could match any, any of these guys. Yeah, you know? that, that like, I, I I think that not to sound mean. We I love Andre. Andre was a great wrestler. He wasn't a great wrestler, but he was for that era. He was the big guy. Like nobody could top Andre. Like. But I I personally think that like Andre the Giant wouldn't be able to handle this era of wrestling fans because they're so relentless and mean to like certain crowds. They they will rip you to shreds. They don't like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, absolutely. 
New York fans nowadays, Andre would probably storm out. Probably all grab a microphone or storm out of the arena. Because New York fans, they don't like what's going on. WrestleMania 20, that's all I got to say. WrestleMania 20, um, Goldberg versus Brock. Watch if there's no evidence online because WWE it was hiding the sound of the boring, boring, boring. We want refunds, but I was there the whole time. They were chanting boring, boring. You know, you know why, right? Both of those guys were uninterested, so they were leaving. They're both. It's leaving. not. It's not WWE's fault. That's the talent's fault at that point. The only thing that saved that match. Was Stone Cold Steve Austin stunned both men? That's yeah, it. yeah, he was the guest referee. Yeah, but then you come back so many years later, and they're in Toronto. I was ringside, and Lesnar's the champ, and he gets absolutely squashed, and nobody was expecting it, right? And like it blew everybody, like it blew my mind. Like I was like, "What? What the hell just happened?" Yeah. WrestleMania, it goes back to WrestleMania 33. They made up for that match, and that match at 33 was freaking awesome. Yeah, I remember that match. So they're the, probably just they're both having a bad night that night. The one yeah. wrestler I would bring back from the dead would be have to be from WCW times. The big guy, if you know WCW, you know the big the big dude of the WCW. What's his name? Oh my God, I could see his face. He took on the Taker at WrestleMania. Really big, big, great Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez? Oh, yes. Bring him back from when he was like in WCW before he was WWE. He was Giant Gonzalez. Bring him back for one night only to have him face like... I would have him act... It sounds horrible, but I would have him face a young Triple H. Gonzalez, Young Gonzalez versus a young Triple H. That size mismatch? Oh, yeah. I want to see how Triple H would have handled a giant Gonzalez, a young Gonzalez with the reach and the way he would fly around. Oh, my God. Like, Gonzalez, he, he was kind of like Andre, but he still could move around. That guy could throw down. If you watch some old matches of Gonzalez, he would go, he would throw. All right. Well, I'd have to go back and I. I... Again, I didn't watch too much WCW, so I didn't even remember he was on WCW. To be honest, he was. I I, I remember seeing some matches like when I was younger, and uh, Jr. actually announced some of his matches. Um, I actually found a card. I, I looked for my room. I got a summer probably in the attic of a card of Giant Gonzalez. He had a vest on, and he was like this, and I'm like, oh, wow, wow. I remember when they had him like wearing some like jumpsuit. No, oh, I, I got so mad. Definition. <laughs> oh, God. I got so mad that they did that to him. I was like, what are you? John Gonzalez is a legend. How do you do that? Oh, WWE. But how do you do that to a legend? Like, John Gonzalez. <laughs> he just killed his whole image of him being the way he was. And, well. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of guys that that happens to, right? So you just never know. Hoovy. Uh-huh. Juventud Guerrero went from being absolute legend, still is, in WCW with his mask, with the, the horns and the hair. And, and he comes to WWE and they put him part of the Mexicals. Like, 
I'm going on my rant. Geek knows this. This is Joe Rants. Went from absolute Mexican gold, like gold, Gary. He was gold. His him and his cruiserweight with Ray and him versus uh, Juice and Thunder Liger and matches against the Dragon, also a Dragon. And you put him part of in the he part of the Mexicals. He's like Mexican God. He's like Mexican Shawn Michaels. Yeah, you see, see if you go if you go back, and they had a lot of those guys on Thunder, right? They used to make a lot of those smaller guys wrestle on Thunder, yeah, for that uh, cruiserweight title. So yeah. it it was an afterthought because, yeah, some of those guys were good, but they didn't draw money, they didn't draw ratings, yeah. You know? And at the end of the day, these people are putting on a television show, and they they check that right. They could see every quarter hour uh, what's drawing ratings, and just like um, just like when Mick Foley last week or earlier this week was sending out a tweet telling Vince McMahon to you know to make a an all women's wrestling show, uh, I I don't think that that would work. Yes, yeah. they do have plenty of talent. But I just don't see that as a uh, as a money making option. Just imagine if they had all women show touring every week to put on like a live show. How you know and going to a ten thousand seat arena? How many nights would that sell out? When you have like so much wrestling on during the week, like it's very saturated if you think about it. There's only so much so many dollars that people have to spend and how are you going to make that work? How is it going to be profitable? Well, uh, they did do evolution though. That was once. And apparently that was the lowest bought pay-per-view in like for that year uh-huh. or the lowest watched. I don't know. I, might, I guess it was on the network. It was the lowest watched pay-per-view for that year. I watched it. I, I enjoyed it, right? I, was I, there. I I like watching the women's wrestling, but I, there I see too many people complaining. I I just don't think there's too many guys that that complain and still think the women don't belong uh, on the same level as the guys. I, I really like, it's either the men, the male wrestlers think that women don't belong. On the same card as the, there's some guys that don't believe that women's wrestling is worth anything, but then there are some guys like myself that I believe women could sometimes do a better main event than men. The yeah, men. if they have the right, um, fits the right talent, sure, why not? Yeah, you know, Sasha and Bailey killed it in Brooklyn. I was there, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um the 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 triple threat at WrestleMania 35 was good. The ending was a little bit botchy, yeah. but you know, it was good. There's there's been other shows that, that have been perfectly fine, right? I really enjoyed the Charlotte Becky match from Evolution. Yeah. That that's the one match. And the Bianca and Sasha match from Mania was good too. Yeah, that was good too. So you know, that's, there's another couple of women main eventing, uh, you know, a pay per view. So, 
uh, you know, I think it's fine just having, you know, the women's stories mix in with the stories uh, for the guys. What, what they could do is do some more online content, you know, mix up some more stories online, like carry stuff over onto their YouTube channel to uh, fulfill some of the background on some of the stories, right? To further further feuds and things like that. Uh, and use those channels, um, you know, shows like The Bump, right? They could have people come on there and, and, and be battling, right? Mm. Uh, back in the day when you used to, they used to do Tuesday Night Titans, that talk show with uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah. You know, and they'd get different guys coming on there and talking trash about their opponent, opponents and, and, and feuding there. So I think stuff like that could work uh, for both the men and the women, right? But I think it would help for, you know, they only have a certain amount of TV time and they have so much talent. Just like the, the rumors are that there'll be some kind of secondary NXT show, whether that's called Evolve or something like that. Uh, but they have a lot of people. Uh, they're you know they're not touring. Uh, there's less opportunities for these people to get in front of a crowd and in front of TV because you know let's face it. You're when you watch, uh, especially in the early days of AEW, and it's still early days, but I mean like the early months. Man, half of those guys that they picked up right off the indies don't know what it's like wrestling in front of a live TV camera. Mm. And it's, it's very obvious, you know, and so that's something that you have to practice. It's, and it's funny you say that because like nine of the 10 of the times there's a camera at the show, but it's just recording for like a DVD that'll be sold like in two days. You know what I mean? They're not used to having a real live camera with the, the red light on top saying we're live yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. So that takes, that takes practice. You know, so, uh, so they need more of that, but then, then they keep adding WWE guys onto their roster right? yeah. and taking, taking time from the guys that, that they said they were supposed to, that was their mandate, right. To, to give, uh, give a voice to uh, the indie scene and stuff. Yeah. The younger talent, right? Yeah, and now they've completely gone back on on what their whole premise was. Uh-huh. I mean, I still think they do a good job with Darby, though. Uh, yeah, Darby. that guy, that kid's all right. And uh, Jungle Boy, I think they're featuring him a lot. So, well, I met him in, at an indie show in San Francisco. Uh-huh. After Rumble in Phoenix, uh-huh. I went over to San Francisco and, I, and he was on a show there. And I got a chance to talk to him backstage. Uh, John Morrison was headlining that indie show and, and his wife was there too, Taya. Uh-huh. There's, there's good shows all across the country. Totally. There's so many shows that you can go to and like, well, when, when there was crowds allowed it the shows like there's so many different shows like in pennsylvania where i go i live in uh there's wxw that's um the wild samoans federation 
I get it where I live, even though it's over in Allentown, Pennsylvania. It comes on my TV, and I, I could tell you this. I, I guess they're not filming, so it's like I, I know it's a rerun because my dad's like, oh, the wrestling's on? I was like, no, this is Saturday morning. It's the stuff I always say I watch. He's like, why is there a crowd? I'm like, this must be from last year, Dad, or two years ago. He's like, yeah, it's an active crowd. No one's got masks on. Yep, probably not filming. Yeah. Um, but Gary, when do you think NXT is going to come back, like to arenas? Uh, what do you mean, like, like the, when they were touring in Florida, or do you mean yeah. like an actual like, full traveling before, schedule? Before pandemic, like when they had Portland and all that stuff. Oh, for just for takeovers. Yeah, for takeovers and stuff. Oh, I think that's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be, if not the third quarter of this year, then the for sure the fourth quarter. Okay. So, uh, so what I mean is like either uh, the end of summer, beginning of fall, or end of fall, beginning of winter. I really think that that's when that's when they'll start, unless unless somehow numbers start spiking again and certain states shut down but you know the states that are open are going to get uh concerts they are going to get events and and they're going to get more stuff i think i think with wrestling they'll just um you know because they have the 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 performance center i think they'll be cautious with with nxt Uh uh, more so than with uh, raw or smackdown Uh All right, geek. Uh, do you want to cover anything else, or just want to want to? I got, I got one. Uh, if Gary has to go, he has. That, that's that's cool. It's up to him, though. I'll stay as long as you guys will have me. Whatever. I'm, right. I'm good. So we'll, we'll talk wrestling, man. I'll, trust me. Don't tell me that I'll talk till two in the morning. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I, I do have to be up early tomorrow. <laughs> Well, I just said, Gary, if, if you if you have to go, we'll we'll yeah. we'll, we'll, uh, we'll punch out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, we we could do this another day too, right down the line when you guys have time. If you want to check back in, because uh, yeah. closer closer to SummerSlam or something. Oh, definitely, yeah. we'll do a. You know, um, geek and we geek and I have done this, and he knows we we do watch parties on the channel, uh-huh. and we will. You, you won't even have to say, "May I come?" We will let you come. We'll give you the 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 Zoom the Zoom code, and you can come. You can do a watch party with us, and we'll do reactions and stuff. Like we do, we did right, Geek. We had uh. We always do reactions on the the channel. So yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We we sometimes will do uh, we'll sometimes do uh, group uh, Zooms. Yeah. Um, too and for for pay-per-views only (laughs) it's good stuff yeah we'll do live streams on the the oh yeah we'll we'll let we'll 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 find a way and we'll we'll uh we'll do a show on a sunday and we'll we'll drop you the zoom password zoom code and you could do a a fun reaction for SummerSlam with us that'd be fun well hopefully i'll be at SummerSlam. (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah If you know, God willing, you know, fingers crossed, yeah. we uh, 
we get the SummerSlam, and and uh, you guys, you guys should start considering, you know, start shit saving your your pennies and get your asses to Dallas. Oh yeah, because yeah. you don't you don't want to miss uh, you don't want to miss that tailgate, and uh, you know we we usually have like we used to have the New Age Insiders uh, podcast live at the tailgate. And uh, who knows? That might be uh, that might be an option. Get uh, get different people, different tail uh, podcasts going live from the from the tailgate broadcasting. You know, doing a, a pre show uh, in front of hundreds and hundreds of people, and it'd be wow. Hey Lance, you could finally get that chant, dude. at ringside. Dude, that ringside chant. That's like Lance always geek does that to me on a text message. We're like, I'll say something, and then he'll like clap. He'll write, "Dudes at ringside, clap, 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 clap." I'm like, it's gonna happen one day. We'll be at some show, and then the fans will see us shirts, and they'll start standing at us. Yeah, that or the boo us. Oh yeah. <laughs> me and geek used to joke like, this Lance, we 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 will. Well, he's the heel, so we have imaginary fans following us, cheering me. Some good guy, yay, Joe, Joe, Joe. And then Lance talks out, boo. I'm like, and then we started doing the podcast and looked at Lance. We were talking, and I said, Lance, now the fans are real. (laughs) (laughs) Now they can unfollow us and boo us in person, say we (laughs) suck. Prepare for the weather. Whether they're booing you or cheering you, they're talking about. So it's all good. Exactly. Right. AK, one of us will get the tomato to the garage. (laughs) Yeah. One of us will get the Miz or the Morrison. Oof. Right to the crotch. Slow motion. (laughs) I'm going to get hit with tomato and another guy will leave with a lady. Yeah. I guess I'll be the one leaving with the lady. (laughs) Oh, oh, shots fired. Shots fired. (laughs) Tell them, tell them, do they call you Lance Romance for a reason? Don't, don't tell the mod that <laughs> she's gonna go after you. She'll, you'll be sleeping on the couch. <laughs> oh, okay. He'll I like the, the mod. The mod likes steak. Yeah, <laughs> steak and tacos. Steak what and tacos. Steak tacos? She's, she's my new favorite. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. She'll, if if uh, we do go to SummerSlam, she'll be coming with me. So there you go. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work, baby. Yeah, we're both at Phoenix. If it's a SummerSlam that they're doing in a, a venue that I can go to, I do the SummerSlam because the last SummerSlam I went to was a good one. It was The Rock versus Brock, the main event at NASA Coliseum. Well, well the last one was 2019. Yeah, 2019. And before that, the only other one I went to was in 2004, Benoit mm. against Orton. Oh wow! Yeah, I was at the same one he was, but I also went to the, which one? The one, the Fatal Four Way match at Barkley. It was Brock, Roman, Joe, and Braun. Hmm. That was a great I'm not, match. I'm not a big Braun fan. No, uh, me neither. I think it's he's kind of they're wasting his character. That yeah. running around the ring. Yeah, that stupid choo-choo train thing. I Come think, on, Braun. I think, in my opinion. They should have put the belt on him when he was over, like way over the night after SummerSlam. Yeah, I I never really enjoyed him. So his his wrestling or his character, 
Uh, I like sitting down talking to him. I'm sure he's a nice guy, though. You know? Yeah, he's okay. We sat down in Houston. We were doing shots of vodka. Uh-huh. Uh, with and Raquel Raquel Gonzalez too, but she doesn't drink. Oh, she doesn't drink. No, I bought her shots, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I don't drink." Ah, I'm like, "Oh, it's all right." More for me and Brian. Is she any relation to Gonzalez, like that Gonzalez, or just her last name? No, just no, just a popular name. <laughs> I would have sounded so horrible saying, "Are you related to Gonzalez?" You know, because that's me, old school brain. Immediately, last name just go bloop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no assumptions. Just <laughs> yes, yes, no. Do you have a favorite band, Gary, or a band? Yeah, band music or anything. Um, no, not really. Uh, you know, okay, I'll put it this way: if if ACDC is coming to town, I'm going. To, I'm going to watch ACDC. Uh-huh. Like like any time, I will fight somebody for ACDC tickets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kiss also I've seen Kiss oh, yeah. a bunch of times it's just you know might not be the best music all the time but it's just really fun shows um, and if Prince when Prince was alive whenever he used to go anywhere like it, whenever he'd be in town I'd go see Prince you know some in big venues and small venues sometimes I remember he was at this uh, bar this nightclub one night and with his band and they just they just completely jammed out like just playing mm-hmm. just playing instruments you know and it was it's crazy so yeah those, those are those are three of my like can't miss uh, i've never seen guns and roses but i see you know i was supposed to go last year that got canceled and i think it's supposed to be rescheduled for later this month but that's not happening i heard ramstein puts on a good show too sorry Ramstein, you ever hear Ramstein? Yes, yeah. Right, I heard they put on good shows. Yeah, I heard Metallica puts on good shows. I've never seen them. I saw them; they're great. Yeah. So there's Uh, there's a few there's a few good ones that I've never got a chance to go to, but um, you know, I've I've sometimes I've gone to shows where I don't really care for the music, but I hear the production and everything is good. uh Like I I had fun at Beyonce. Because <laughs> it was like you know it was, it was flashy and whatever. Um, I had fun at Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder's classic. Wow! Like yeah. I went to I went to see Stevie Wonder, but he couldn't see me. No, that's, uh, that's the. <laughs> uh, so, but my funny question is: when you go see all those bands, do you wear your Mania, Mania Club jersey? No, no, I, I I stick that to wrestling. <laughs> I was wondering. I'm like. I could see you at a concert, and all of a sudden you're wearing your Mania Club jersey, and some random rock fans going, "Oh yeah, wrestling Mania Club, baby!" And you're like, "Yup, he made it." <laughs> yeah, no, it's a. I got a lot of shirts, so. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought, I thought that randomly, like you're at like some kind of. Oh, you finally get a chance to see Metallica, and you're just like, "I'll put a Mania shirt open, Mania jersey, wear it open with a Metallica shirt underneath it." It'll work. Looks good. That's the best thing about these jerseys because they're baseball style jerseys. So you could unbutton them, leave it open. Like so for it's good for it's good for even some big guy bigger guys that like don't like, you know, to be, you know, have any kind of restrictive clothing. 
that's why we don't go we haven't done like uh basketball jerseys or even like football thing. jerseys yeah, can you imagine like some of the wrestling fans wearing like a basketball jersey out in the heat oh god gee you know I remember, I remember WrestleCon. I was staying at the WrestleCon hotel in New Orleans, and the bo in that room was ridiculous. I remember WrestleMania thirty three being outside for uh, that heat was brutal. That was, yeah, that was brutal. I was grilling, I was grilling on a big grill for our tailgate, yeah. and I was dying <laughs> between the heat of the grill and sun beating down. Yeah, it was. I, I don't think you even need to, to turn the the grill on. I think the steaks should just cook naturally. Probably, during that, yeah. During that WrestleMania, right? Absolutely. Could have just left the grill and made sure everything didn't burn, and just have been like, "It's already hot enough out yeah. here. <laughs> Everything's all the steaks are cooking. Nobody's getting burned. I'm just gonna watch." Absolutely. <laughs> just back up. Make sure all the steaks aren't burning, and <laughs> flip everything up when it starts sizzling. Yeah, the, just the just the sun uh, glancing off the stainless steel of the uh, you know the sides of the grill. Yeah, it would be it's it's yeah it was bad, <laughs> it was bad. That's when after that we decided you know what screw this we're catering. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be behind a grill anymore. <laughs> nope. Don't do that. Oh man, oh, man. That, that that must have been even double brutal just to be on a grill and in that uh, heat. Yeah, and you know, we didn't have the grill under a tent. We had some tents, right? But uh, everybody was was getting shade under the tents, and and here I am in the, you know, pure sunshine, and having been there like early since like ten o'clock in the morning. Oof. And yeah, crazy sunburn and everything. But you yeah, know, it's all it's the stuff we do for for the club, right? And do that for our members and. And, uh, you know, make sure that everybody has fun. But for a lot of us, um, it's a full day of work. You know, there's a lot of work that, that goes into uh, planning and managing these events and managing the, the club. Uh, but we have, a, we have a great staff, a great group of guys um, who, who really know what they're doing and, and uh and can you know manage on their own and, and make good decisions so we're not babysitting anybody uh -huh. yeah uh -huh. is that it, joe no. what was that sorry yeah is that it joe or uh... i don't i don't know do you oh i gotta i gotta answer ever so spiffy's comments so she's asking if i like phil collins they just announced i think just today Phil Collins tickets went on sale. Um, and I would go, but I don't know what the concert is going to be like. But I've seen him before at the Skydome where WrestleMania 6 and WrestleMania 19 were, or 18. A full Skydome, like 50,000 people. Uh, but it was Phil Collins and Genesis. I've never seen Phil Collins by himself. And that's what I was hoping to do, see, see Phil Collins at some point. But, uh, yeah, Phil Collins is great. Sometimes I'll have that in the car, uh -huh. on the car, blasting some of the tunes. I, I know you might have answered this before, but how, how is, the, uh, how is uh, Canada, by the way, with the whole pandemic going on? It's terrible. 
it's terrible yeah it's the, like we're we're locked down like nothing is open you can't get a haircut you can't like if you go to let's say walmart you can buy groceries but you can't buy anything else like everything else is shut down wow you can't buy electronics you can't buy uh clothing appliances any of that stuff you want to buy you got to buy online all the malls are closed the uh, the movie theaters have been closed for a year uh, all the restaurants are closed so it's only takeout or curbside uh, pickup uh, it's it's bad like the government here has completely botched this yeah we're, we're kind of sort of reopening little by little like we're at like thir- was it 33 percent i think i think it's 33 right now right where stuff's starting to slowly reopen. Movie theaters are still at limited capacity. We still have them. Uh, malls are open, but you can't go in the stores because, like, the Apple store, we tried to go in the Apple store, and they said, can't come in unless you have an appointment because they don't want so many people in the store. So it's online only. Well, that you know, that would be okay by appointment or even limited capacity in the stores. Uh-huh. But like having the store just closed completely doesn't make any sense to me. No. Like you can go to the dentist here. Okay, you could go to the dentist. So obviously, if you're at the dentist, you're not wearing a mask. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Stands to reason. Yeah. So the the dental hygienist is wearing like a mask and maybe a face shield uh-huh. to protect themselves. Uh-huh. So if that's okay, why can't you go get a stupid haircut? You're wearing a mask. The the person that's providing the service is wearing a mask or a face shield yeah, and cutting your hair. Uh, but that's apparently, that's not okay here. So hair salons have been closed for, for months and these people are, these poor people are, are out of, you know, out of income. Yeah. So it's like they do. There's a lot of stuff that's just very hypocritical, very backwards. Yeah, Costco thing open, but uh, like a small grocery, like a small clothing store can't open. Oh. Yeah, like it's it's sad. Like we'll hear what like Canada, what Canada is going on. With you guys going over there? I'm just like, I heard right? Japan's on a fourth, uh, what you called wave right now. So sorry. I heard Japan's on a fourth wave because they just shut down. Aren't they having the Olympics? I don't know anymore. I was talking with him about this on the show. If they're if they're going to have the Olympics, because if they do, they might lose it. One of the wrestlers actually just came up with with uh, COVID. What who was it? You said that got COVID. Okada and uh, was it Yo had COVID? So they had, oh they did. Yeah, so they canceled the whole May show. They they postponed it. So, the wrestle not wrestle wrestle slam and the Tokyo Dome is not going to happen. For somebody said, Dreamers got Dreamers got COVID too. Tommy Dreamer. Hmm. That's what Marauder was saying. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's still doing he's still doing busted open, right? I don't, I don't know. know. Well, all I know is. Both of uh, both of us here, all three of us right now, would uh, wish Tommy Dreamer a speedy recovery. Ugh. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's where, where he's all feeling bad. He might have COVID and have no symptoms, right? So, 
Yeah. Everybody's everybody's different. Yeah. Got he got real bad. It says. Oh okay. Mm. But yeah, yeah. My, oh, if that's uh, the case, yeah. Uh-huh. Speedy recovery to him. Yeah, we, we need him healthy and happy. We don't need Dreamer sick. No, it's har- horrible. You know. Yeah. Even the, people- the nurse on the front lines, and she's, oh, she's had so many like. One week she called us and she was fine. The next week she called us tears. Like a few weeks later she called us like tears. Like if you saw your daughter crying like this, you'd be like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, yeah. And we have some, we have some uh, doctors and nurses in the club and uh, you know, they didn't, they didn't go to WrestleMania even though they could have, you know, because they, they just said it's like, it's too busy. And it sets a bad example for them, for them to, to go. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I respect that. You know, so like everybody's got to do what they think is, is best for them. Yeah. 100%. Like, um, so geek, anything else? Or do you think we should just clock out? Whatever, whatever Gary wants to do. If Gary wants to clock out, he could clock out. We could talk another time. It's up to him. We can do a yeah, part. We're, we're running at we're running at two hours and fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, yeah it's been that, long. that that's a long episode for somebody to sit through uh, <laughs> and watch on YouTube. So we'll yeah. we'll wrap it up and and uh, and do it again. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. Thanks for thanks for the invite. Uh, thanks for Definitely for helping out, helping me spread the word of uh, Mania Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, some some of the people. Uh, they're on the message board and, and other people that will watch this, sure. uh, you know, share, share the, our message and maybe join, join us on uh, Facebook or on Twitter and Instagram. And, and if you have a few extra dollars that burn in a hole in your pocket, please, by all means, um, yes, please, people, donate please. at v.org slash mania club and uh, help make a difference. Yes, please. If you if you have a chance, just donate to them. It it, it really helps. It really really helps. Just drop a few dimes as that says. Drop drop some money in the bucket and, and help them out. That's it's a good chair. It's a good cause. It's a good charity. I you guys you Thank guys you. are doing a good thing. You do great things. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. It's awesome. I really like you guys do it. That's the other reason why I chose you guys to come on this episode because I was like, Mania Club, that they're, they're good. They they do they they do the good deed. They really, you guys really do the good deed. We try. Not everything works out perfect, but we do we do what we can. We try our best. And uh, if something goes sideways one way one time, we'll we will fix it for the next time, right? But uh, yeah. you could be rest assured that. Whatever money is donated is going to the right channels, and we try to avoid touching any any money whatsoever. Right? Donate it directly. Thanks so much for coming on, Gary. By the way, thank I, you. I really, thank, really you. Appreciate it. thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me, guys. No problem. We'll see you All soon. Right. Yes. Take care. Good night. Good night. And. Wow. It was a great show. What a great guy, right? Yeah, thank, and, and it was awesome. Thanks again, Gary, for coming on the show. Uh, Geek, please say your goodbyes. All right. So um, 
if you if uh for those of you that uh are not not um following us right now we are now on facebook instagram twitter um you could uh also and and now oh i almost forgot to mention we are now on spotify and anchor so please follow us on spotify and anchor and you don't have to but if it's up to you you know it's like you enjoy the content you know you don't have to we still enjoy the free content you don't have to, but we also have a donation page, streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside. So, Joe, anything else? Or, uh... oh, um, as I say all the time, fans, I would like to thank my grandfather, Jose Quinones, my cousin, Pistol Pete Sanchez, and my uncle's godfather, Frank Martinez, the Blue Demon. Thank you so much for lighting the way for Latino wrestling. Good night, everybody.